welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about sets per week as far as muscle hypertrophy goes. Now, remember, muscle hypertrophy is when we are growing the size of our muscle. But this actually, the study that I'm quoting does talk about strength gains as well and how strength and muscle gains were increased through higher, um, actually it was like real, in my opinion, it was really high uh, sets per week. So if any of you are familiar with program design, it's very common for people to say that between 10 to 20 sets per week per muscle is really all you need to worry about. So if you really want to build, then somewhere between 10 to, to 20 sets, it, it, you can get some good results, which is is true. You can get some results. The, the study that I'm going to be quoting to you guys, this was actually comparing... Um, they, they call it low volume group that ended with doing 22 sets. It's funny because most people, like if I talked to somebody three years ago about low volume, what would low volume be? They would probably be like eight sets a week, right? So to kind of call 22 sets of quad work low volume, is it? it's kind of funny because it's not... I guess it just depends, right, on who you're talking to. But this is how they grouped this. And it was very interesting to see what came out as far as what high volume, low volume, what actually produced the most hypertrophy and what produced the most strength. So I'm going to kind of walk you through the study here. And then what I'm going to do is kind of talk to you about the nuances um, of program design of what I have seen personally. And then I'm actually even going to share a little bit of how I am applying this to a program that I actually just barely wrote this week. So this is how the the study went. So it compared three different training volumes or groups, and these were all well-trained men. The first group was quote-unquote low volume group, they did 22 sets of quad work per week. Now the split was even over two workouts. So they did squats, leg presses, and leg extensions. So that's pretty good. Those three exercises doing 22 sets a week. The medium volume group added four sets of weekly quad work after two weeks. So they ended the 12-week program doing 42 sets per week just for the quads. Okay. So that was, like I said, the squats, leg press, leg presses, and leg extension. Now the third group, they added six sets every two weeks. So at the end of the 12 weeks, they were up to 52 sets per week. So don't think that at the very beginning of this training program, 
the medium group was doing 42 sets all 12 week and the ultra high group volume group was doing 52 every single week, the whole 12. It's something that they kind of built up to. And at the end where they landed at like the high group, 52 sets, the medium at 42. So that's them progressing the load and ending with a medium or really high. Okay. So what's fascinating is the like calories and macros, they weren't different between groups. These people weren't in calorie deficits. Like doing something like a really high volume program, like 52 sets, like that's something you don't do in a calorie deficit. Your body's just not going to be able to really recover very well from that. So that's that's something important to understand. But I do think it's kind of cool that they said, look, the the calories, they were about at maintenance, the macronutrient intake didn't differ between the groups. Um, the rest intervals were two minutes and more between sets. And then how they how they did it was all of the sets, except for the last one, all of the sets were at about an eight RPE, or they were telling them keep two reps in reserve. And then the last set, they told them to go to failure, which I actually really like that. Because I think it's important that we take at least one set to failure, especially for lifts that we really want to see more muscle and strength in. I think it's important because it helps us really gauge where failure is. If we're always like, oh, I'm going to stay, you know, you don't have to go to failure. That's what the state studies are saying. So I'm always going to stay like three away from failure. How do you know you're gauging failure correctly? Like, how do you know if you're not going there? And if you're progressing, then once again, how do you know that you're really two, three reps out from failure? So something that I do in my own personal training and something that I that I instruct people to do in the app is the last set take to failure. Not the pre... You shouldn't be taking more to failure unless I specifically say last two sets to failure. But at least the last set should be to failure. I don't like it when people take all sets to failure. I think that 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 creates too much fatigue. But being able to at least get that last one to failure so that we can always keep a good gauge of where failure actually is for us. And then somebody once told me, well, you can always tell failure because people just like make funny faces. I'm like, well, that's not true. I have worked with people who have no, like there's no indication on their face whatsoever. You have to watch the contraction and actually see it begin to kind of slow down because I'm, I kid you not, like I'm thinking of this one woman, Becky, that I trained where you could literally not tell on her face because she didn't make funny faces. And she's weird for it. I mean, because we all you know, make, I'm just kidding. No, we don't all, but I definitely do these weird faces. And as I'm approaching failure, I actually do this head nod where I'm kind of like, I kind of like shake my head, like, and it's funny because I usually am like telling myself like, you got it, like, keep going, keep going. And it's funny because I'll watch these videos that I record for you guys. 
And here I am. You always know I'm at least like three, two away from failure because I'll kind of shake my head. (laughs) It's kind of funny. But anyway, so not everybody indicates through gym faces failure. And if somebody's not making a gym face, somebody was like, well, then they're not really going to failure. No, they, mm, that's not everybody. And, and honestly, I watch people make the funniest faces and then they stop and I'm like, you didn't even begin to slow down. Like you, as you approach failure, the contraction begins to slow. So I'm like, "Mm, you still have like four more in you and they'll keep going. And I had one person push out another 12 and they were making the funniest faces the whole time. So I'm like, okay, well, let's just reserve those faces till the last two or three reps. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But to say that gym face is how we can tell failure is kind of funny. Anyways, so after 12 weeks of this study, it's pretty interesting because the higher volume group really did result in greater size gains, both in muscle thickness and cross-sectional area. And those were measured about 72 hours or more after the last workout, which I think is really good because a lot of times if if you measure things too close to training, then you can kind of just measure a little bit of like sarcoplasmic. So I think that that's what they were trying to do is kind of reduce that possibility. And then they also uh, measured like their squat strength gains. So based on the average weekly set volumes, it it is really fascinating that these well-trained lifters did really benefit from volumes that were higher than 22 sets. So it, it shows the low volume growth for muscle, muscle growth, the low volume, which was that the 22 sets got about a 3% increase. Uh, The mid, which landed, I think, what was that? Now I have to go back to my notes. That one landed at the end at about 42 sets. Um, They got about a 5% increase. And then the high, I really think it was like really high. We shouldn't call this high. This is like really, really high. Um, that ended at 42 sets. But if you look over all of it, they averaged about 38 sets per week, but they ended with 52. They got a 9% increase. So that's, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive guys. So if you're staying around volume like 20, 20 sets, then you could be, you could like double, triple by increasing more. Now, before you go all cray cray and decide that you're going to be doing 52 sets, like per every single muscle, there's there's a few things that I actually think that we need to keep in mind. Now, in my personal experience, and I know I've talked to some other coaches who feel the same way, 
this type of high volume work, we cannot be doing full body. Like you cannot be like, okay, well, that's that. I'm just 50 sets per every single muscle. Like you will destroy yourself. It will produce so much fatigue, be really hard to recover from full body like this. And that amount of fatigue can often translate to getting hurt too. So a lot of times, I thought this was really fascinating. I was reading a study um, and, and maybe it was somebody comparing two studies or three where they were going over that a lot of times we want to do like um, stretches and rolling out and priming our muscles and, and that will prevent injury. And they're like, there's no evidence of that. But do you know what we do have evidence of? That low sleep or high amounts of fatigue increase injury. Like that's what we should be worried about. And so we do need to be cautious when we are doing some, like when we're like getting excited about these types of studies and we're like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go in and kill myself. Now, just remember with higher fatigue comes a greater risk of injury. So this is not anything that we are going to be doing for like full body. Now, how am I applying this information? Well, I'm testing it out and seeing. You have to realize that when we're looking at studies like this, we're taking averages. So if you look at the study, there were some that with the higher volumes responded really, really well. Across the board, it seems like they did, but there were also some that didn't respond very well to that. And so you have to be cautious of that that there's not just going to be one amount of volume that works for every single person out there, that some may respond better to 20, somebody will re- in the 20s, some other person may respond better to some, some uh, sets in 30s or higher 30s or something like that. And so I do think that we need to be cautious to just say, well, this will work for everybody. Now, how am I applying this? Well, this past week, I wrote a new program for my app. It is actually my program. I'm going to test this out and I'm going to see. I'm going to see how I feel. I'm excited to get some uh, feedback from app users on this. So this is how I'm doing it. I'm In my personal program, it is a five-day glute and delt emphasis. Now, typically when I say glute and delt emphasis, I get the question, so does that mean you don't work any other muscle group? No, 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 that's not, that's not what that means. It means that I keep the volume of work to some muscles as maintenance, like back is going to be maintenance, biceps and triceps are going to be maintenance. And then um, delts and glutes, I'm going to be pushing to more volume of work towards those. That's usually what people do with like a an a specialization program. We pull back volume of work on some muscles so that we can give more volume to others and more attention and time, right? And so that's what I'm going to be doing. But we have to be cautious in our approach of this. This is going to be an 8-week program, week 1 to 2. I'm actually going to have about on average split out between three days because I'm doing three lower body 
and two upper body days. So split out between the three days, I'm having glutes work at about 25 sets. And then uh, weeks three to five will increase to 35 sets. And then week six to eight, I'm going to increase to 45 sets. So we'll be ending with two weeks doing 45. And I'm not going to go higher than that for this. And so what that's going to be looking like over, you know, three days is weeks one to two. If I have three glute exercises for each of those days, then I'll make sure that they, that all three of those together add up to eight or around eight. So maybe it'll be uh, three sets for each one of those three glute exercises. And what I'm doing, if you haven't seen my YouTube video on how to how to um, break up the glute max into three different uh, sections and set up an exercise selection can actually be biasing one over the other. That's actually what I'm doing. So I'm going to be hitting each area of the glutes. So I'm going to have three exercises and each one of those exercises is going to be working a different division of the glute max. And that way we can really get a good rounded out uh, glute program. So I'm really excited. And then weeks three to five, once again, it's three times a week glutes. Each day we'll be averaging about 11 sets. And then by the end of the week, that's going to come out to 35. And then week six to eight, each day will be five sets. So that's kind of intense because if I have three glute exercises, then it's going to be like five sets each. So one thing that we have to also be careful about is um, it, how we're choosing and splitting up the exercises. If we're doing like all lengthened or if we're bringing in some mid and short and that's where I've had to really make sure, okay, I'm doing this in a way where we can mitigate fatigue and ensure that with each setup of each new exercise, we're going to be able to really push ourselves. And that can come down to even just maybe starting out with an unstable exercise, like maybe starting out with a RDL and then moving, you know, five sets with an RDL and then moving to leg press where it's five sets and we're in a more stable environment so that we can continue pushing into the fatigue. And then the next exercise, maybe choose something that's more biased in a mid short so that we can continue pushing into fatigue there since we've already pre like done a lot of work on the lengthened. So those are all the things that I think through as I'm creating this program. So that's how I'm applying this is I'm going to test this out and really see like, how am I feeling with this high volume um, specifically on glutes? I'm not even getting that high with delts, but I just kind of want to make this very glute specific and see how I can utilize this new study to maybe push myself as far as increasing the uh the intensity in the sets. Now, keep in mind, I've already mentioned this a little bit, but this is not a program that you want to do in some like calorie deficit. So like some woman 
45 sets on glutes doing like eating 1200 calories. And then on top of it, probably doing cardio. Like that is going to really produce a lot of fatigue, exhaustion. And it's, it's really, really is women eating too little and doing too much that I would qualify as overtraining. So if overtraining to me is you're not getting the benefits of the purpose of why you're training. And when women are chronic under eaters, we see this far, far more. So if you are sitting at maintenance and you really want to do this program, like this is going to be a great program for you. And I'm excited to get feedback in the group too, in my community, as far as how people are feeling, how they're doing. Um, There are sometimes when app users will reach out to me and say, hey, on this day, by this time, I'm really fatigued. And I'll be like, okay, cut out this exercise or don't do this or take this one only three sets. And so I'm always here for you guys to reach out to and ask me questions. I love helping you. Um, I really want you guys to succeed. But this is kind of fun to see this study coming out. One of the things that me and my friend were just barely talking. She's a coach as well. And we were we were sitting down today talking about like what over the past like few years have you changed your mind on? Because I'm always changing my mind on stuff. And um, and what was it that made you change your mind? And for me. I'll just share one of the things that I told her. I said, junk volume. I actually think that I used to believe or be more scared of junk volume, Um, but I'm not anymore because as long as somebody is eating enough for the program that they're doing um, and they're sleeping, then I don't think we need to be as scared of junk volume. And, you know, if somebody had told me three years ago, could you get increased strength? Oh, I need to go over the strength increases. I don't think I went over the strength increase for you guys. But if you could get more strength and if you could get more um, like muscle gains at 52 than 20 sets, I'd be like, oh no, 52. That's absurd. And once again, if you're trying to do something like that full body, that is absurd and you're not going to recover very well from it. I do think then that just, yeah, it's going to be bad. But um, focusing on, you know, a single muscle group doing that, I now I'm looking at it thinking I'm far less scared of junk volume and I'm I continue to be far more scared of people not eating enough, right? The the body is extremely adaptable. That's what I've learned. But you have to be cautious about what's coming in and the stressors that you're allowing in. I'm more worried about what people are bringing in, limited or high stress environments than I am of them going to the gym and working too hard. Like whenever people are like, like people are pushing to failure too much. People are getting too many sets in. Now I'm just kind of like, look, 
I'm I'm far less worried about that. People aren't actually, majority of people are not going to failure like they think. I've seen that uh, firsthand and I've seen that in the studies. Um, people are pretty poor at gauging where failure is. Um, so I'm really not worried about people hitting failure too often. I'm actually worried about them not hitting it enough. But even sets like this, if we have to increase sets to get people to do a little bit more volume of work. It'll be interesting to see how this pans out over the next few years and to get more studies like this. But until then, I do love taking uh, studies and and what I've seen in the real world and just trying it out and say, how how does this work for me? How does it, does this work for me? And, or what modifications can I make? So um, just really want to reiterate though, one more time that I do think exercise selection really does matter when we're doing something like this. Like I do think we have to be cautious with exercise selection and that's kind of why I'm not just going in and destroying the glutes, but I'm actually trying to divide them into different sections, each exercise. So I'm doing three glute exercises, the three days that I'm in the gym for glutes, for lower body. I'm doing three glute exercises and I'm splitting them up into different divisions. So there will be different exercises that tend to work um, either the low, the mid or the high glute max. And I feel like that's one way that we can, that we can split it up smart. Um, I have a few others that I think I'm going to try next time, but I think this will be really, really fun. But I did want to just show you guys like, this is what we're seeing in studies. Don't go crazy with it. It's one study. Try it out though. Try it out. If, you, if you've been one who's never gone above like 25 sets a week on a muscle that you want to build, maybe bring it up. Maybe start at 20 and move to 25, then 30, then 35, then 40, and see how does your body respond? How are you doing with it? And just, I encourage you to have fun and enjoy your training and trying new things in the gym. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. I'm so appreciative of each one of you. I really do love you. Thank you so much for coming into this space and, and we can all learn together. Let me know if you have any questions. You can email me at lindsay at liftinglindsay.com or you can go to Instagram, follow message me at Lifting Lindsay or go to liftinglindsay.com and join me for this next glute delt emphasis and see how I split all this up and come train with us. It's my train with me program. So go to groups, then click on train with me and come join us. I'm really excited to try this new program out. You guys have a wonderful week.